Hey guys, and welcome back to the Worth Living For podcast. Today has been truly amazing. Um, I've had the opportunity to record two podcasts. Um, so one of them has been scheduled for tomorrow. Um, so that'll be my Monday uh, and Isaiah's Sunday, I believe. Uh, because it's Saturday where he is right now. Um, anyway, I'm about to admit um, Isaiah. Hey, man, how you going? There we go. Hey, how you going? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, fancy seeing you here. <laughs> yeah, I know. It feels weird doing these like at a similar time. <laughs> Sorry. So for those of you that are listening <laughs> to this one next month in April, uh, I figured it would be cool to do two episodes with um Isaiah because it's the perfect time. So <laughs> but um Yeah, we didn't just stay in the same clothes for a whole month. Don't don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. We we showered, <laughs> we uh took care of our hygiene, mm-hmm. we brushed our teeth. <laughs> awesome. Sorry. For those of you that don't watch the video, Isaiah just gave you the thumbs up. Yes, I did. I forgot this wasn't like this was an audio thing. So no, don't worry. So um, don't forget, man. Um, I well only if I do it with guests, I'll upload the video to YouTube. Yeah, and then the yeah. But this is the only time you get to see my ugly face. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, man. So yeah, we're gonna talk music and um a few songs that have really impacted us so like i said before we jumped on here man i'll let you go (laughs) all right so yeah one song that particularly impacted me i'm going a bit out of order here with the ones i sent you but i think the first one i'm going to mention is a song called valleys by close your eyes um let me let me I have the lyrics right here. Just like an individually like what's the film? Yeah, dude. The only thing with this episode is I don't think we'll be allowed to play any of the music because you know, yeah, get copyright and YouTube lawyers. <laughs> have you listened to that song? Just uh engage your right at that. Not in quite some time. Oh, all right. Not quite so you some have time. heard this band before though. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's dude, cool. Of course, yeah. Because, okay. um, you know, the song, I think it's Song for the Broken. Yes, yes, yeah, that one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, the song, like, like it was literally the thoughts I was thinking when I was kind of in a, I don't want to say bad place because that implies a lot of things that aren't necessarily the case. But yeah, I was just starting to feel like a lot of things in my life were kind of going or kind of spiraling downward. And so the song starts off with like, I'm starting to realize I can do nothing on my own. Everything I start to build crumbles into nothing. It's safe to say that no matter what, I try and fall so short. This unrelenting pride continues to widen the space between you and I. And it's just, you know, it's um, that's something I just immediately related to. I think for me, it's good to have songs that are like. um, That have the sort of weight of the emotion I'm feeling because I felt. Like, I feel like when you listen to a lot of softer songs, like, I have nothing wrong with them. But mm. for me, a song that's a little heavier that goes right off the gate, like, where it just conveys the emotion better. 
And so, yeah, the way he just starts off is really good. And then. Do you sort of yeah. mean. Songs that sort of don't tiptoe around what you're going through at that particular time. Yes. Sort of kick you in the face. Yes. Both thing. that. And then just musically, like when I hear a soft song, even if it's got great lyrics, mm. it's just musically soft. I just, I don't feel the emotion as much. Cause it's not as like, like when I'm feeling strong emotions, I feel like that's better expressed with like stronger, heavier music for me personally. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. That's yeah. I'm. I'm trying to process the information you're giving in like a verbal context. Um, sort of like you want you like music that sort of meets you where you at, but in that heavy sort of way. Yeah, yeah, like, like the sound of the music is heavy, and so that to me conveys like a lot of emotion. Like metal to me is like very emotional. Mm. Whereas if you're listening to something kind of soft or more poppy, it's like it just doesn't feel as dramatic. Yeah, that, yeah, that it's makes kind, sense. It, yeah, it's kind of um, it's not as substantial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like if you're going through something or whatever and you listen to like a pop song or a metal song, but it's softer, it, it so you, you kind of feel like someone's trying to slap a bandaid on an open wound. If that yeah. makes any sense at all. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, okay. I think, yeah, I think you're kind of saying what I'm trying to say. So yeah, I think, you know, like, yeah. So say if you're going through something that feels like, you know, you've got an open wound, but you don't need a bandaid, you might need surgery or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Cause when you get stitches, right still hurts um mm. maybe not well hopefully not when they're putting stitches in right because <laughs> they haven't done giving you the right anesthetic yeah. or whatever <laughs> <laughs> but, de- but it definitely hurts afterwards when that wears off mm. when you get home you know you're trying to sleep and you're like oh gosh what the <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, exactly so this song kind of like like hit me in that way and then uh it doesn't stay in that space though which is nice because I was listening to the song like as I was thinking about this stuff. And so it then goes on to say, like, is there any point in trying to change? No matter what I do, it always stays the same. But I feel like this has been made for me. I was there's something more they can't say. Let's see. Mm. Towards the end of the song. Okay, these are the lines that really stand out to me and kind of encouraged me. How can I forget the joy of the mountaintops down in the valleys? Um your ways are different and they call out to me, no matter what I do, you always stay the same. And I will have the choice to say there is more to this life I am living. And even amidst the struggle of finding the man you've called me to be, your love reminds me that though I am broken, I am still standing, I am still screaming. That kind of like, that was very encouraging because it felt like, yeah, like these things that I, you know, I value are like not going great. Mm. Um, But God still has a plan and He's using that to sort of uh, build me into the man I'm going to become and to, you know, prepare me Mm. for the future. And so that was just encouraging. I think that's what, um, I think that's the misinterpretation of Christian metal that people that don't listen to it um, and even judge people that do listen to it, they don't fully comprehend and accept or understand the lyrical content because like um i have a real issue with worship music at the moment because it's either a parody of Mm -hmm. someone else's not a parody i shouldn't say that it was like pretty bad 
wording, like carbon copy of whatever yeah. someone else has done. Um, because most of it at this point, it's not original. It's not mm-hmm. um any original content by any means. It's just like a cover of a cover of a cover. But with yeah. metal, definitely takes a lot of talent to write an original song. <laughs> like, um, I think. I don't listen to them anymore, which I really do want to give them another chance, but all that remains because they get like, uh-huh. so everyone, most people are like, Oh, go back to the fall of ideals sort of song structuring. Like that was like pure metal. And now they've become what they are now, but the vocalist is really talented, man. Like he's really good yeah. at singing, really good at screaming. They've still got like the riffs and whatnot. But it's definitely not in the same tone and um, musical taste of the fall of ideals. But um, I think it took them about, I could be wrong, man. I could be lying. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure it would have taken them years and years to get to a point that they enjoy and they like um, liked that record, you know? Because mm-hmm. a metal a metal record takes you years to write. Oh yeah, <laughs> like like I mean, Theocracy's spent I think something like at this mm. point maybe seven years on their upcoming album. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. I might read the I might read all of these lyrics from the song by a Tapestry called Dark Shade that I chose, only because I think all the lyrics are great. But then I'll just touch on the ones that spoke to me the most. But. Mm-hmm. Basically, it says, I feel condemned to die alone. Will that ever change? I can't let anyone in anymore because my past won't fade. My mind my mind frets unprovoked, repeated in the rhythm of a clock. So I keep my walls built up just to get knocked down, just to, just to get knocked down again. When I lose my head, abandonment is all I've known. So I won't try to stop you when you go. I got a burning desire to be a better man that never leaves, to be a little bit kinder to myself when I'm in need. Never taught, never saw what love's supposed to be. I got a burning desire, so teach me. I won't read the rest of it, man, because the ones that I just read are the ones that spoke to me the most. But especially, especially um, I've got a burning desire to be a better man that never leaves, mm-hmm. to be a little bit kinder to myself when I'm in need. Because... From a musical perspective and just um, artists in general, they keep a lot of things to themselves and you can Mm -hmm. tell from the lyrical content. And I'm not going to talk about it a lot because it's not my place to talk about it. But even, um, you know, uh, not Spencer Chamberlain. (laughs) He's an under of Sean. (laughs) Um, Oh, Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. Oh. Like, when when he did what he did, you could totally tell it's gone through some wild stuff because mm-hmm. even, like, One Step Closer, like, you know, in that song, and I probably should look them up, but I'm not going to, <laughs> but in that song, it just says, I'm one step closer to the edge. Like, you listen to all of their previous catalog leading up to their most recent album and you could tell man that dude was going through some wild stuff that he Mm -hmm. never really talked about but you could tell that it was constantly in your face in their lyrical content 
And so he, obviously he was going through some stuff and needed some help, but didn't know how to verbalize that to the people around him, even his bandmates, you know, but yeah. Mm. And that's what, that's what I really like about um August Burns Red, I think, because you can tell the reason why those dudes have been together for so long, man, it's because you can tell it's like family mm-hmm. and that band's not Christian. As far as I can tell, the only Christians are Matt and Jake. Yeah. The rest of the band aren't, but you can tell they definitely got that family sort of brother relationship. Like, hey, man, if you're going through stuff, tell me. Don't keep it to yourself mm-hmm. kind of thing. And you don't see that in a lot of bands. Yeah. Um, you see more egos and one person wanting the spotlight more than anything, but you don't really see that nowadays. Yeah, definitely. I think going back to what you said about how um, like metal is one of those genres where not only does it take more talent, but it can be a lot more like it typically seems to me a lot more raw emotionally, mm. like a lot more specific. Like it feels like a lot of other songs or more pop songs or just in general are a lot more vague about issues. Metal is like kind of straight to the point consistently. Mm. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, that's not like about it, man. Um, mm-hmm. Metal's kind of like the way I see metal, man, especially Christian metal, is like the dude's got a knife. You can see the knife and you can avoid it or you want, but you're going to get stabbed. And when you get stabbed, it's probably going to feel good because what you're listening to and how you're being encouraged is probably something you need to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I know that's kind of a weird analogy, but I'm weird. It made so sense once you explained you it. Um yeah, probably not at first. People like when you said a dude with a knife, I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm a bit like that. I just go off the rails in my explanations. Um, it's a good analogy, though. But because I felt like that on um for all for all eternity's album, um, Beyond the Gates, especially their song mm-hmm. Victory. Um, uh, I think their song All That Awaits, but mostly Victory. Um. Because it was pretty much, I love that album, man, because most of the lyrical content is not even about how the band feels or felt at the time. Maybe a little bit, but it was more or less telling people like um, kind of what it's going to be like when you go to heaven and Mm -hmm. also kind of like how Jesus won the victory, especially in the song Victory, (laughs) you know, but yeah. What yeah. was your what was um something else about the album you met or the song you mentioned before? Or so I was gonna say too, yeah, like with metal being so specific and straightforward, to me it's just that song immediately was like, oh, this is exactly what I'm feeling. But it also presented that sort of I don't say more positive aspect, but just kind of a sense of hope. And that was just really encouraging to me because there were a lot of moments where I'd be like especially feeling it and like you know just listen to the song and it it would encourage me so yeah yeah and that was like um i can't remember the song name because man they've written a lot of music but war of ages song and there's one line where it says you were loved at your first breath and i think he says that towards the end of the song i love that song man because Mm -hmm. for someone that's not christian and they hear that they're obviously gonna have two arguments it's like well no stuff you like that's not true Mm -hmm. or they're probably going through a season where they're feeling really low um 
depressed or whatever or disjointed in their faith they hear that and they're like oh wow okay this is awesome you know yeah and that's what i like about war of ages because i I reckon at this point they're probably more gents than metal especially with the album void um Mm -hmm. man that album was so genty (laughs) I I personally really like that side of them, but I know it's kind of controversial. Some people didn't like it as much. I loved it, man. Um, yeah. Especially there was that one song where, oh man, I really wish I knew the name of it, but it was so good where it sort of like um, had that sort of hardcore beatdown element where the song really slowed down and then it had that drum and sort of guitar section. I can't remember the song, man, but I got to listen to it again, but it was really cool because it was a really fast-paced, in-your-face song. I'm kicking you in the face kind of song. Don't care if you like it or enjoy it, but hey, there you go <laughs> kind of thing. But then that drum part, man, it just... And I used to crank it, man. I used to, like, crank yeah. that thing. <laughs> but, yeah, the lyrical content, man, Um, I think probably, in my opinion, they've probably been the most consistent lyrically um, because they've remained constant in their theme and the thoughts they're trying to express mm-hmm. each album. But yeah. It's been crazy how long they've been going. Yeah. Like I reacted to one of their songs recently. Oh, you recommended it actually. I believe so. A War of Ages song. Uh, oh, yeah. Fire. Yeah. I reacted to that recently. Have you uploaded it I was listening it to it and realizing, yeah. Oh, Just like man, I missed it. A few days ago. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I realized when listening to it, like they have been at this for a long time. That song came out, I think, ten or eleven years ago. I think um, oh, I forget his name now. The lead vocalist, Leroy Hamp. Yeah, Leroy. Yeah, Leroy. I think mentioned a while ago they've been at it for just on or over twenty years, so wow. nearly two decades. Yeah, yeah, because um. Yeah, the only thing about War of Ages, man, is I really wish they um, were financially blessed enough, like August mm-hmm. Man's Red, and were able to go back and re-record albums. Yeah. Because, yeah, the, the older stuff's amazing, but you can definitely hear the production value from then to now. Totally mm-hmm. different. But, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite albums is probably Fire from the Tomb. I think it's called. I believe. Okay, that's one I haven't listened. I've heard maybe a song off of that. I haven't really listened to that one though, actually. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, if you're really picky with production, which I'm sometimes I am, because yeah. you know, some albums where they're recorded, the drums and cymbals end up with like that tingy sort of sound. And mm. it's like really mm-hmm. off putting. I'm not saying that about um war of ages older music but yeah you know i mean if you're a production person and you appreciate that more that's probably why a lot of people don't enjoy their old stuff but yeah I yeah do. <laughs> yeah yeah so should i go into the the second song i had or yeah man yeah of course yeah i hate I'm sorry if you can hear the sound of the keyboard when I'm searching things up. No, no. I don't know if you can. Okay. All okay. I can hear is my headphones jiggling every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, so this is one. So this is uh, This My Soul by the Grey Havens. And it's a whoa, song. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dude, we're not allowed to talk about Britney Spears, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well timed, though. Um, but yeah, it's it's sort of a story uh, just about, I mean, it's uh, pretty much the biblical story. Um, and it just starts off in this like really poetic way saying like, a voice came and spoke to the silence. The words took on beauty and form. The form took its shape as a garden was born. Then man from the dust came reflecting all goodness and beauty in life. But he lowered his gaze as he listened to the face of low desires. And it just has a chorus. This my soul you were born into. What this man has done extends to you. Uh, let the words shake on down along your spine and ring out true that you might find new life. And then it proceeds in that same sort of style to tell the story of how um, God blocked off the garden and uh, a curse of death was, uh, death was placed upon man. Mm. And just talking about this, the state humanity was in. And then, yeah, it goes on to talk about how, like after another rendition of the chorus about how God came and took the place of um, the place the voice had planned and that, um, yeah, he, he took the swords and cursed the grave. There's nothing more to separate us from the promise, the words of a living hope. And it's, yeah, it's always just kind of I like songs like that that sort of tell the full story. And just I like storytelling songs in general. So I thought that was a good one. Yeah, that's cool. I did listen to some of it, but um, yeah, I just wanted to get straight into this. So mm-hmm. I'll definitely listen to it at some point today. But that's like um I know I changed my second song, so I'll just briefly mm-hmm. talk about it. But I know you I'm pretty sure you got some thoughts on it, but um I went like I was only able to get a couple minutes through, or maybe like one or two minutes through, but I was really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, but L- lower still by my epic. Um, that's probably still to this day one of my favorite my epic songs, even though they've written a lot of good music since then. But that song's really cool, man. Um, in fact, the whole album's cool. I think it was from their album yet. I think. I'm I think so. Sure. Yeah, I can't remember, but um, anyway. But yeah, that song's awesome, man, because it talks about how low Jesus had to go. And I mm-hmm. can't tell you specifically in the Bible, and you can correct me um, once you share your thoughts, but pretty sure in the Bible there was a section where Jesus wore so much of our sin. There was a brief moment in heaven where God couldn't stand side of his son because he looked like us wearing all of our sin again you can challenge me on that but i do i have heard a sermon or two referring to Mm -hmm. that but yeah it's really introspective when you think about it like that like dude had to like sorry not dude that's disrespectful (laughs) of god but jesus had to become exactly like us just Mm -hmm. so you know the debt could be fully paid and not just partially but um, it's it's introspective because it, because it's it rings true that um, even sin that we haven't committed yet, Jesus died for, which means that we don't have to hide behind our pain or our shame and not come to God. It means that we can actually come to Him because He's He bore the sin that we haven't even been exposed to, or the sin that we're not even struggling with at in the present we can come to him you know what i mean mm-hmm. 
So I'm talking about the fact that if you get divorced or lose a loved one and then, and then you become an alcoholic and you start to abuse yourself in ways that you never thought you would or struggle with things that you never thought you would, it means that you can come to God because it's like, well, okay, I've never been exposed to this struggle. It means I can come to God because he died for it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's what that song means to me. Um, I mean, I'm definitely not the perfect Christian. I don't think anyone is. I don't care if you've been going to church for 40 years, had a relationship with God for 40 years. Like, no one's perfect. And mm-hmm. we can all learn from each other. But that song, man, definitely hits home. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to listen to the rest of that one. The first couple lyrics I was singing were really like, wow. But... To be on, to be quite honest, man, I'm probably overhyping the song. And my epic are like, dude, it's not that great. Can you just stop? <laughs> but I think... I like it. I love yeah. it. I feel like Wolves of the Gate has a very a similar song as well. They do. Not... It's not the, it fa- the father's bargain. Yes, yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just like, yeah, that's right. I knew the song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I, th- I thought it was either going to be the father's bargain or there's another song on that record. That's that's from um captors. Uh, is the father's bargain? It might be. I think V X V. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, so my my second song wasn't lower still, but it was <laughs> Keep Fighting by a band called Ecclesia, which stands for Called Out One or Ones. Um, but yeah, that, that was the only album and only thing this band released. They were from Brisbane, and that album was released like 2011, 2012, wow. ages ago. But yeah, I like that song, man. I actually can't bring up the lyrical content because the only way Mm -hmm. you can find that song and one more from the album is on YouTube. I even reached out to Christian Metal Source a couple of years back, um, seeing if he could send me a link where I can just download a digital copy of the album. It's nowhere, man. It's so frustrating. Um, And were there CDs of it available or was it? there was but it's very limited very limited yeah um i think it's kind of like you got to fight someone to get their copy if that makes sense (laughs) yeah yeah i i'm I'm, every year man i nearly every year or at least a couple years i make a post about hey has anyone got a copy of this because i really wanted a copy of it (laughs) you know i heard that song and i was like like i thought the band would be bigger yeah because i searched them up on spotify and i couldn't find them anywhere yeah they're not even like, on. They're not even iTunes, like um, app near iTunes music, whatever it's called. They're not even on mm-hmm. that. Like I can't. I Dang. cannot find them. It's so frustrating. Have you tried? I mean, I assume you have like Bandcamp or yeah. Do they have any pages on that? Yeah, no. There, there is, but it's every band but them on Bandcamp with the same band name. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and yeah, because I. I was really hoping that one of the guitarists, because he, he was, I think, lead guitarist, and he played a lot mm-hmm. of the sort of, um, I want to say, ambient and sort of the um, chunky riffs. Um, I was really hoping that he would join another band, but I'm pretty sure he never did. 
And if he did, I've never been able to find him or that particular band if he's in one. But I think they just had a lot of band changes and there was a lot of like drama in the bands mm. that caused them to just, you know, give it up. But um, I remember one gig they played, man, and um, they played with For Today, For All Eternity, and there was another band called... Uh, I can't remember the name of the band, but they were just, I'm not judging anyone, but they were just kind of dodgy. Um, okay. They, okay. Screws the language, but they had a song called Scum S-L-U-T. And they literally started the song out by saying, you're a scum, that word. And this is at a Christian show. I mean, and, and, yeah. And like, um, during their set, man, they were wanting to flog like 14, 13, 14 year old kids because they, they were like a hardcore beatdown band and yeah. they just wanted to prove it. And so they were wanting to throw fists, spin kick people in the face and whatnot. Mm. And even during For Today's song, you know, um, they were talking and whatnot. And, um, yeah, they were just wanting to beat kids up in the pit. And there was an older bloke and he's like, mate, if you kick one of these kids, man, I'm going to kick you in the face. Like, I don't care. <laughs> kind of thing. But they were... <laughs> they were... Oh, that's right. They were called End, End World. And I'm pretty sure you can still oh, find their music because they released an album and whatnot. But yeah, I, didn't, I don't know. I just couldn't get into them. I, yeah. I'm the kind of person that I like secular music, but not that kind of secular music. And I mean, if you're playing at a Christian show, you can show a little respect for a band that's come all the way from the US, you know. Um, you would not believe this. I just got the warning for the 10 minute. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. All right, man, I'll let, I'll let you um do the rest of the talking, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure where to really... I've already mentioned the two songs. I guess just overall what can be taken from this is uh, Christian metal is very good. Yeah, and, definitely, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's cool. I don't know. I think it is cool that this genre exists, and it's like its own sort of mm. community, so to speak. Yeah, definitely. And I think a lot more Christians need to know about it. I'm yeah. not trying to be a jerk or say, oh, no, you don't really know any of the bands that you and I have mentioned. But I think... Yeah, it's important to know it exists because otherwise you're going to constantly go to secular shows and listen to secular music rather than being... Because um, I don't know whether... I think you would, definitely would have, but um, in the other episode we recorded um, today, um, mm -hmm. Ben S. Dixon, man, ruins music for me <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> But he, oh. that thing when he basically said um, he he listens to music as like redeeming the time. Mm -hmm. So what you're listening to, what you're um, spending time listening to, is it edifying God? Is it edifying, edifying your relationship with him, drawing you close to him? Or is it just adding to the noise? And that was definitely after that episode, man. And like I said, in our other episode we recorded this morning, I've listened to the episode a few more times since then. And I've really had to take stock of what I listened to. 
And so I've been listening to like more Christian music lately. Mm-hmm. And the only secular band is probably, yeah, you know, like <clears throat> it's probably like Tapestry. And, you know, have you heard of Being as an Ocean? Yes. Being as an Ocean, they are considered Christian, but I would argue maybe not so much. I mean, their first couple of albums definitely had Christian themes, but nowadays it's just sort of. Yeah. I mean, that's like a lot of bands now. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. But before we go, man, we got like seven minutes 22 left. Mm hmm. I don't want to, I don't want this to be a dramatic, you know, argument type of ending conversation, but what's your opinion on Under Oath? Because my opinion on Under Oath would be, I personally, I think they were were Christian, Mm -hmm. but I don't think they were necessarily a Christian band. I think a lot of Christians just put that tag on them. Because to be quite honest, man, I've been a Christian since 2009 and I completely dread the thought of not going to church anymore because I would, it'd be like at least a couple of months, man, even a couple of weeks where I would definitely revert back to the person I used to be. And I'm going to promise you, man, that my marriage would be over as quick as it began if I was that person because I was a complete jerk so to speak not not just to myself but to family to friends mm-hmm. anyone and everyone but i just don't see how i just don't see how you could be christians in a band and then suddenly change so quick you know i mean yeah i think i saw an interview well shoot i don't remember if it was them or gideon but I know one of those bands basically said like, yeah, we had to market ourselves as a Christian band because why would your, you know, um, for in their particular instance, they were talking about like their parents were like letting them go on tour because this is when they were like, like a lot of these bands were very, very young when they started. Yeah, like, like I think uh, Aaron was about 13, 14, maybe 15. Like, yeah. So he was like, yeah, I mean, are your parents going to let you go on tour mm-hmm. across the country if you're going to not be a secular band and you know yeah and so yeah i think i think under Oath actually literally said they were trying to capitalize on the fact that they were christian they have yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean i i really highly doubt they were actually christians fully beforehand mm-hmm. it's probably just how they were raised and then kind of left it yeah and my friend stacy that i've had on my podcast mm-hmm because um, he challenged me about Gideon and that. And he actually said um, no one in the band was Christian. The only Christian in the band was the original vocalist, but he left before I think they recorded their first album, the very first oh, one wow. based on records. So the only Christian in the band was the fellow that left. Mm-hmm. And and I and um, I don't know whether you saw it, and I kind of, do apologize but i did go on a bit of a rant regarding saving grace but yeah no i I haven't known what to think about the thing is the thing is like gideon was signed to face down records and i just can't understand Mm -hmm. why you would sign a band and then promote them as christians i just i it boggles my mind because i mean war of ages 
I don't mm. think they were originally signed to Face Down. I think they were signed to Strike First Records that then became Face Down. Yeah. So technically, they weren't really necessarily signed to Face Down Records their whole career or have been. But you can tell those guys are Christians. You don't even have to mm. ask yourself. You just, yep, they are. Same as for today. And so if if um, Saving Grace, for example, release another album with Face Down, I'm just going to question it. I don't, it feels so but, weird. It's like, like they, they were the band for me that was like, mm. up until what recently happened, they're the standard of good Christian metal in my mind. Like that was the band yeah. where I was like, okay, Christian metal can be good. Yeah. Like when I first heard uh, The King is Coming, I think it was. Do I have yeah. that? I don't have it behind me right now, but I have the I, record and everything and like. Yeah. I personally, yeah. I've only listened to in full their album, The Urgency. Have not listened to The King Is Coming all the way through, but yeah, it's just it's it's odd, and I also don't Mm -hmm. know what to think about it because I don't think the lead vocalist is Christian. I think maybe I think he thinks he is. I think it might be the drummer and the bass player. Okay, I'm not sure because and 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 that's kind of funny because that's like Corn. The only Christian members are Brian, the guitarist, and then Mm -hmm. Munchie, the um or Monkey, whatever they call him, the bass player. So it's kind of similar, but yeah, I don't know what to think, man. Um, but and 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 I know to some Christians it might sound like <clears throat> we're attacking them and what they should listen to and what they shouldn't listen to, especially under yeah, no. oath. But I know a lot of Christians like no, no, no. But they, they saw those Christian albums that under oath released and all that, and mm-hmm. I'm sort of like, yeah, no, I agree. I love to find the great in the line. But I love even more um, "Lost in the Sound of Se- Lost in the Sound of Separation." Love both those albums, but it, you know, for me, I think, man, um, it's just gotten to a point, and maybe I'm just an old man now ranting. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely careful of what I listen to, um, mm-hmm. because I know eventually what you listen to is how you start talking to people and it's what you become eventually, you know, like most things, but yeah, man, we got about yeah. a minute 30 as of right now. So oh, dang. yeah, if you wanted to share something real quick, man. All right. Let me think. Um, So yeah, to, to finally close the topic of like saving grace and under oath and all these bands. Yeah. I think I can still listen to all their older work. I'd be a little wary. Like I've been a little wary of under oaths, newer stuff, which, I know it's kind of controversial, but um, but yeah, at any rate, this has been interesting. Um, it's been fun to dive into these lyrics. And that ending topic was maybe a bit controversial, but it'll be interesting to see people think. Yeah, the comments and reactions. Mm-hmm. Always fun. All right, man, I'll let you go. And yeah. thanks so much, man. Yeah. Appreciate you. This has been great. See you, man. Bye. 10 years. Yes, good, good band.